Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. We're gonna talk about hiring effective HR leaders. I have been helping a client try to find some sort of interim temporary HR leadership in the organization. They're doing a lot of growing and changing, and they want some HR guidance from the outside to come in and, and really help them make sure they're on track, make sure they've got what they need, but they don't really need to hire someone permanently at this point. What it has taught me, this experience, is that HR folks are a unique group of people, right? And we already knew this. I mean, I love HR folks. I love the community. We go to the SHRM conference every year, and we get to meet thousands of you, and we love it, and it's amazing. And our local Sarah chapter has the most incredible HR professionals in it. And we love HR people. You are smart. You are kind. You are innovative. You are creative. There's so many great things about it. And by the way, I don't care if your title is HR professional, right? You may run a business like my sister runs a business down in Aptos. She is their HR director, right? She's their ops manager. She does everything. She's an HR professional. That's who I mean. You folks are amazing. And what I realized as part of this experience with my client recently is that you have a lot of great HR folks to choose from when you're looking to add to your team, whether on a regular basis or on a temporary or interim basis. But you've got to really be careful who you bring into the organization. Every organization has a different culture, a different mindset. Sometimes we have hands-on owners and senior leaders. Sometimes we have folks who just want HR to run with it. The bottom line is you have to hire people who will be effective in your organization. And that's easier said than done. Because what happens, I think, for all of us, and this is really true no matter what position we're hiring for, we end up focusing on the skills that we need, right? Do they know how to manage the Family and Medical Leave Act? Do they understand how to write an effective performance improvement plan? Do they know what questions I shouldn't be asking during the hiring process? By the way, we're going to talk about that issue next week. Those skills obviously are critical for an effective HR leader, but they're not enough. You also need someone who can communicate within your organization, who understands what makes your organization tick. And I'm feeling like we don't spend enough time interviewing HR folks who we're considering adding to our team. We need to understand their philosophy, their communication style, how they approach conflicts at work. These are things that you really have to think about in terms of how you're going to get at them in an interview. How are you going to figure out what somebody's philosophy is? How are you going to understand how they resolve conflicts at work? You got to ask them, hey, tell me about a recent conflict at work and how did you deal with it? Tell me about a recent situation where you were giving senior leadership guidance or you were giving your HR manager guidance if you're hiring a more junior person and they disagreed with you. What did you do about that? How did you handle that? You're going to find out all sorts of interesting things. 
we interviewed candidates for this client I told you about a moment ago recently, and some of the things pe- the people said in the interviews were really interesting. Like, what have you done recently about a conflict with a senior leader? Nothing. My word stands. That's what the, what the candidate said. Well, the HR person's word doesn't stand, right? We are advising. We are giving consultation. We are facilitating things as HR professionals. We are not usually the decision maker. Now, we may be sometimes, but we aren't always. So we have to figure out how is this candidate going to work with the team we already have on the ground? And that is a critical component when you are interviewing to add to your HR team. So for many of you who listen to this podcast, you're an HR team of one, right? You have one person. You don't get to hire anybody to help you. I'm sorry, because I wish you could have more than one. More HR people are always better if we've got the right fit, right? For others of you, you have a lot of people on your HR team, and you may even have it divided up as comp and benefits and recruiting um, and training and development. You're thinking of adding to the team in different places. You're going to need different things. You're going to need to be focusing on different attributes, different skills, different abilities. We need to treat hiring for our HR team just the way we treat hiring for any other member of the organization. So all the time and energy you spend helping managers and supervisors get the right person in the door, you've got to spend that much time on your HR team. And we tend to short shrift it. We also tend, and that, of course, is because we are busy and we are overwhelmed and we have a million things going on, and we would just like to be able to get someone in the door without having to go through a bunch of hoops, right? But the shortcut often ends up in a real difficult situation because maybe somebody has been referred to us. Maybe we've worked with someone in the past and we assume they're going to be a great addition to the team. We don't ask them all the questions we would normally ask. And here they are. They show up and they don't have the right approach. They don't have a style that works with what we're already doing. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want new blood, new perspective, new viewpoints. Of course we do. But I want to make sure you're really thinking about how to get the right HR person in the organization. So let's talk about practically what we need to do. First of all, you've got to make sure you're advertising for what you really want. If you need a guru and leave in reasonable accommodation administration, then you better advertise for that. You don't want to be saying senior HR professional needed in Fortune 25 company and just assume that's going to cover it. What do you need them to do? And obviously, it's going to depend on the level where they're coming in in the organization, and what your specific needs are. So that advertising, that outreach is a very important component of this process. Then you have to figure out who's going to be on the interview panel. Who do you want to interview these folks? And you don't necessarily have to do a panel. I like panels because I think it's really good to see how a candidate handles getting questions from multiple individuals and how they can sort of manage the process, particularly if they're going to be an HR professional in your organization. They need to know how to do that. They need to know how to manage that process. But you have to have the right people on the panel. So are you going to have some HR people? Are you going to have the owner? Are you going to have a manager, supervisor? I think it's a really good idea 
to have a non-supervisor, a non-manager, right? Somebody who's what we call rank and file, right? They don't manage anybody. Still, wouldn't it be great to have their impression of this HR person? By the way, the other thing you get when you have different people on the panel, you have a wide variety, a diversity. Now, I'm not talking only about race, color, sex, national origin. Diversity of positions, of perspectives, of, of seniority, longevity. What you get is buy-in. So everybody who's on that panel who thinks that a candidate is the best person to bring in, they are now invested in the success of that candidate. They are now wanting that person to succeed. So you now have a virtual ambassador out there, right, who's wanting that person to be able to do what they need to do to succeed in this organization. And that is such an important tool, and it can be so effective once the HR person gets in place, helping them to become the effective leaders that we need them to be. Okay, so you got to have the right people on the panel. Then, of course, you got to ask the right questions. So in addition to the questions we're going to talk about next week for any position, we're doing a podcast on interview questions that matter. And that's going to be important for you to listen to as well. In addition to those questions, I want you to think about specific HR type questions. For example, how do you deal with people who get upset? What if you're having a meeting with an employee and they start to cry? What do you do? You would think it's an obvious answer, right? I stop talking. I get some Kleenex. I ask the person if they're okay. I ask the person if they need a break. That all makes sense. But it's not obvious. Depending on where the folks you are interviewing have worked before, you want to know how they would handle those types of situations. You also want to ask about their prior experience, obviously, but not only their HR experience. That's a trap we sometimes fall into where we're thinking about, okay, I'm adding a human resources professional to my team, whether it's the first one on the team or the 50th one on the team. I want to know about their HR experience. I don't really care if they waited tables in college. You know what? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You want to know what their life experience has been. What have they gone through? What have they handled? What challenges and opportunities have they faced? How have they dealt with them? What are their proudest accomplishments? Those are really important when you're bringing an HR professional onto your team. What do they value? Do they value communication that's in person? Well, if you're a remote workplace or a hybrid workplace, even that might not work for you. So I really want you to think strategically about what do you need? What skills do, does this person need to bring to the table? And the skills, as we know, are not just those hard skills, the technical expertise, the technical ability. Can they use our leave of absence spreadsheet? Do they know how to um, make track changes in Word? Okay, those are, um, are they good a presenter when they're conducting training? Those are technical skills, but also, of course, the soft skills. How do they listen? How do they communicate? How do they connect? My daughter is an equestrian. She rides horses and she's very competitive. She does a great job. And we're looking at moving her into jumping horses. So we went to look at a horse the other day and she gets on the horse and she says, mom, 
I have a connection with him. Like she immediately felt this instant sort of buzz with this horse. She's tried a lot of horses. She hasn't felt that with every horse. But with this particular horse, she felt connected. She felt the buzz. She felt, okay, let's ride this horse. And he was super big. He's a warm blood. So he's a very big horse. She said she was holding on for dear life at certain points of her of her test drive. But she loved it. And she's talked to me about it a few days um, later. She says, you know, mom, I really feel that connection. You need to understand how your HR person is going to connect with your team. What do you want them to do? How are you going to get them to communicate what you need communicated, to drive the compliance that you need, to get the training actually in effect, right, to facilitate the training, but also to make it work so that people are following what you're doing in the training. All of these things are connection points for HR professionals. And frankly, it's why I love going to all the HR conferences and employee relations conferences and labor relations workshops to meet with all of you because you're so brilliant and on top of it and such, you have such empathy and such care about what's going on at work. That is not enough though. You've got to find the person who connects to your workplace. All right. So when you're looking at hiring HR professionals, all right, and making sure they're effective leaders for your team, place the right advertisement, say what you want, advertise for what you need, pick the right people for that interview, whether you're doing individual interviews or team interviews, you need buy-in. So if you're going to do it, get the right people from the organization. Ask those HR-specific questions during the interviews and also ask the general questions we'll talk about next week. The last thing I want you to think about is that connection piece, right? What are you doing to drive it? And ask the HR candidate, what are they going to do to drive it? Have they done research on your organization? Do they know what you might need? Do they know where your opportunity areas might be? They may even have read Glassdoor reviews and there was a negative comment about an HR issue. Are they prepared to address it? You want people who are diligent, who do their homework, who come prepared. And as I always say about job interviews, we are at our best in that interview and our first day at work. It is downhill from there, people. We know that. Okay. So if you're not feeling it in that interview, don't bring that person on the team. You don't just need someone with warm breath, all right? You need someone who's going to be dynamic and creative and get the job done. Thank you so much for joining us today, everyone. I love having you on the podcast with me. Please send in your ideas, your thoughts, your perspectives. We love to hear about them and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. 